0: what if all disease states pain and discomfort was the body's way of asking for help wanting you to understand that something needs to change within your thoughts feelings or actions your body wants to let go of the stress it's been carrying and process all past emotional stressors so that you can create the life you deserve. This is Holistic Wealth. Welcome back to the Holistic Wealth podcast. This is your host, Alyssa Carmona. And today we will be discussing narcissistic traits. Why are we discussing this? because it's important for us to become aware and be able to identify narcissistic traits within ourselves, but also in others to set clear boundaries with others with stronger narcissistic traits. So you could be eating the perfect food, have the perfect workout routine, great supplementation, but if your nervous system doesn't feel safe, loved and protected, in your environment, you may be triggering symptoms within your health. And so that's important for us to talk about narcissistic awareness, because it could be that in your environment, you are dealing with narcissists, and it is a very heavy energy to be around. And so being mindful and aware to empower yourself to set clear boundaries and other tools that you can do and perspectives to see this angle from. So your environment plays a critical role with your health. That is the epigenetics of health. So ask yourself, am I living in survival mode? It's important to create a place, a home, that you feel safe in, in order to heal, rejuvenate, and get amounts of rest. And so, hopefully by the end of this podcast, you can identify narcissistic traits to become aware of, identify narcissistic behavior within yourself, and have motivation to set healthy boundaries in your workplace, family life, and romantic relationships. Now, I want to define narcissism by Dr. Lee Carter. He defines narcissism. As the absence of love and need to be in control and superior. So often, narcissistic traits, the person plays the victim role, victim, feeling powerless. And so, when a person is in a state of powerlessness, it is actually weak. It can come off very tough. I'm superior. And needing to be in control. But it's actually really weak to the body field. There is often minimal gratitude involved. They are not in the vibration of gratitude and joy and happiness. But a lot of fear and control. They can often turn down offers to positive connection. It's like the guard is up high to let in heart to heart connections. They are shielded, cut off from heart to heart connections. Also, they struggle to empathize with others' feelings. Lack of seeing a different perspective. As in, my way is the only view. Apparently the research also shows that children up to the age of six have this tendency. Their brain is not developed enough to see a different point of view. So it's like you're actually dealing with a six-year-old consciousness. A six-year-old child in um, my view is the only view so it's very difficult often to ever win an argument with a strong narcissist and so yes of course there's going to be different levels of narcissism and so you can kind of just rate it like one to ten like really low we all have different uh, characteristics of narcissism and so first be willing to admit that to yourself. We all have different levels of narcissism and it can vary, of course, from person to person from a scale one to 10. If the person's on the higher end of the scale this is going to be a very difficult person to be dealing with and cause you perhaps great pain in your life. And so being mindful of that and looking in words as well. We don't want to just point the finger at other people at, oh yeah, this person's very narcissistic, yada, yada, but also looking inward at yourself, reminding yourself if you can see it in someone else, that may be a shadow aspect within you. Life is a mirror, folks. And so another strong personality trait of narcissists, they're often haters of a specific group, race, or country. For example, narcissistic women who hate all men, stereotype men as one category. Men are pigs, um, men are X, Y, and Z. It's haters of a specific group or men seeing all women one way or the wo- women seeing all women one way, hating her own self and the characteristics she possesses. So when men or women could have this idea of, oh, women are sexually manipulative or all women should be at home raising the children. So it's a strong ideology of a specific group that is a narcissistic trait. Another narcissistic trait is being really insecure and narcissists are often really in fear. They're super insecure and, and fear of not being good enough. So there's a lot of lack of self-love, the need to one-up others to feel better about themselves. And now the more self-love you actually step into, the greater empathy for others and love is developed. And so that would need to be integrated. And so a big perspective... That our narcissists often tell other people when they're sharing uh, their emotions or feelings is you shouldn't feel that way. They minimize others' feelings and emotions because remember their perspective is the only perspective. They struggle to empathize with someone else heart to heart, or they could even say things like, "Well, at least it wasn't X that happened to you." So they minimize what you are sharing they downplay or ignore it completely. Often a strong narcissistic trait is not recognizing that there is a problem in the first place. It's everyone else's problem, not my own. That's the victim mentality. So many narcissists, depending on how deeply narcissistic they are, it it's very difficult to ask for help or they'll often fire their therapist right away because, oh, they're just not understanding my point of view and um, they will struggle from admitting that they have a problem. So there's a lot of denial involved. Often we think that narcissists are the more aggressive, angry type. Yes, that is a narcissistic trait, but there is also... Kind of the more quiet narcissist. This is also a different type of narcissist still. Narcissistic traits here. When they show lots of disinterest. It, it, um, they are show low regard towards you. Can be cold, standoffish. Lots of avoidant going on here. There's avoidant attachment. So there's, they're non-affectionate and often very sarcastic. So, not using mean words per se, like an aggressive narcissist, they won't use mean words. But it's often a more silent message going on, silent anger, anger inwards towards themselves, and so it'll reflect towards others in a more uh, avoidant way. They narcissists enjoy watching others struggle. So if you enjoy watching others struggle for that superiority, wanting to feel better than other people, that is a strong narcissistic trait that is um, something to look at and realize, okay, where can I shift and change here? And if you're listening to this, you are listening to this because you're interested in growth and um, enhancing your personal health and relationships in life. And so that is something that we would want to uh, shift perspectives on to enjoy watching other shuff, struggle, other groups, other uh, people in the workplace and things like that. And so narcissists hate feedback, absolutely hate feedback, super thin skinned and make this very difficult to coordinate life with. Now, opposites often attract And so if you're in a very strong narcissistic personality, they're often going to attract a very strong codependent. And now codependents are a more passive personality than a narcissist. And codependents, it's the perfect match. Because narcissists are often... uh, They're often the controlling ones that codependents go along with so they codependents take on others feelings and choose to process others feelings uh, for themselves so they process other people's feelings and now a strong narcissist uh, struggles to process their feelings they see crying as a weakness they will avoid feeling uncomfortable feelings often with drugs or alcohol and um or work workaholics uh, numbing mechanisms and so the codependent is often very people pleasing so it's a perfect match for strong narcissists uh and the codependent is often living to prevent the other person for feeling bad so they don't want other people to feel bad big-hearted people. And they often are constantly in rescuing mode or fixing mode. Okay, why are you uncomfortable? And then it makes them uncomfortable. And so they want to process the other person's feelings for them. And um, codependents do often want to fix themselves. They believe something is wrong with them. Because if they're dealing with a narcissist, then they have been keep hearing that um, all this stuff is wrong with them. So then they take it to heart and they do seek out help, hire someone. They want to better themselves. The fact is of the matter is that we all have strengths and weaknesses. And so identifying your strengths and rolling in your strengths and acknowledging your weaknesses, becoming aware of the weaknesses. So your weaknesses don't um, your weaknesses aren't enhanced and take over your strengths. We can minimize the weaknesses, but it's not denial of the weaknesses. It's shining light on your weaknesses to then say, oh, yeah, I do have this issue. I do act in these ways. Okay, there's a better way to manage uh, things and stepping into your strengths. And so overall, both codependents and narcissist personalities have self-love deficit. There is great self-love deficit. So they feed off of each other for value and love. I help him. Now I'm valuable. She's nothing without me. Now I'm valuable. And so it's a perfect match. And often we associate with narcissists as men. uh, But that's not the case. Lots of women can have really strong narcissistic tendencies from past trauma and abuse. Just as men. It's from trauma and abuse, the needing to control, the needing to um, be in control from past fears. It is a very masculine energy. I will say that. So not saying that it's all men, all women. It's just a very masculine energy. Many females are in their masculine and are quite narcissistic with a man who is passive and more codependent. And so that's something to be aware of. It can happen in either sex, male or female. Spiritual communities often have strong narcissistic traits. Why is that? Well, think about it. Narcissists think that they're superior to all other people or groups. So uh, lots of spiritual communities believe I have all the answers. I understand life better than others there's no equality it's i know the way you don't my view is the only way that is a very narcissistic trait now there's also different categories and different segments of um, communities narcissistic empaths there's a lot of those in the health community as well Uh, self-absorbed in their sensitivities. I have a sensitivity to gluten, dairy, shellfish, and then they can't eat anything or need others to accommodate um, their needs because of all of their sensitivities to Wi-Fi and uh, heavy metals and toxins There is a lot of narcissistic empaths as well. They're overly sensitive and take offense easily. And also, once again, because they have this awareness of heavy metals, of toxins, of um, all the toxins in um, the world, now they are easily offended and in fear. They're in fear of their environment. So they need to control everything. Oh, I need to know what type of water they're serving me. I need to know where this um, meat comes from. And so it's something that may sound silly to others, but those in the health community, you may see this often. And it's needing to control everything. Why? Because they're in so much fear. So this would be a narcissistic empath tendency there is a parody account that i find quite hilarious if you want to check this out Um, it's an extreme health conscious uh, mom Uh, she has an account called really very crunchy and now a crunchy mom is a term used for a mom who practices natural parenting and uh, it's a nice parody account kind of bringing humor to all of this. We're told all these things we want to learn more. And then we have the awareness of X, Y, and Z is bad for us. And now we think we're superior over other people who don't recognize that these things are bad. And so that would be a narcissistic tendency. And, uh, anyway, she brings humor to this subject. If you want to check that account out, really very crunchy, uh, I think on TikTok and Instagram. And so we want to shift overall the perspective, right? Shift the perspective. Become aware of your holding on to these tendencies and then shift to something more uh, harmonious and at peace and to create true connection, heart-to-heart connection, having empathy for yourself, but also others in a non-judgmental way. sharing not telling or demanding of someone. Just share your experience, share your struggles, share what you're going through, but not trying to convert other people into viewing your way as the only way. Now for more of the codependence, not rescuing or trying to fix others, remember you can observe other people's behavior, but not absorb it and take it on as your own Allow the person to feel what they are feeling and process those feelings. Often, when we get very uncomfortable when someone is crying and we want them to stop crying because it makes perhaps you uncomfortable. And so, that's something just allow the person to feel what they're feeling and process those feelings. There's nothing for you to go run to or fix. And we're often trained to say, as soon as we see someone crying, What's wrong? Why are you crying? The person is processing emotion and just stepping back and letting them process that emotion. Asking if there's anything they need, perhaps, would be the shift in that. So managing your reaction to people. Observe the behaviors versus absorbing their behavior. You do not let them take you down with them. Say it's not crying, but they're super angry and now they're attacking you. Now you're going to get defensive and then you're going to strike back. So it's very important to just recognize, stand back, stay grounded and say, where is this really coming from? Is this really have to do with me or is this something else that they're processing right now and they're taking it out on me? And then that in return is going to help you not take it personal, keep your peace and uh, set clear boundaries, ultimately. How are you going to shift is setting clear boundaries, saying no, speaking up, being assertive to keep your peace, your harmony is going to help everyone in the situation. So you can be overly passive, that's one extreme. You can be overly aggressive, that's the other extreme. And we want to slide into the middle here being grounded and assertive. Assertive is not being aggressive. It's saying your values, saying no, speaking up, standing up for yourself in a clear way and not letting um, others walk all over you, but also not controlling other people in an aggressive way. And so it can get out of hand in Stronger situations with stronger narcissists and um, higher codependence. Narcissists can often get so angry that they could start hitting things or even hit you. And so, not that I'm going to get into domestic abuse right now, but once it gets violent, quickly remove yourself from the room because you will never win an argument with a narcissist. They are triggered and they are in their pain and they need to process that pain and they are looking to actually project their pain onto someone else and you it's very difficult to ever win an argument with a narcissist So, remove yourself from the room they are the victim constantly and you are the bad guy and so you're not going to win if they are still in that victim mode so disempowering language to sum up Disempowering language, this is disempowering language, what's wrong? Shift it to how are you feeling? That'll create a very different effect in your communication skills. Another thing, if you want to write notes, don't cry. Instead of telling someone don't cry, oh, why are you crying? Don't cry. Just hold space for them. Give them space to cry or hug them as they cry. Ask them if they need anything rather than don't cry. That's often big language too with parents and their children. It's disempowering. Don't cry. The brain only hears cry. It's, it's, they, the person cries more. And so it's disempowering. I'm sorry is often very overused with codependence. As if it's a bad thing that's happening to the person. We learn from experience. And life will give us any experience required for growth. Also, the other thing with I'm sorry is also wanting people to feel sorry for you. That would be a narcissistic tendency. Slide out of victim mode into empowerment. And it's in our human nature to project and assume. That's something to become aware of. Stop projecting, ask, ask, ask questions. How does that make you feel? We often don't know how it makes the person feel. They'll tell us a story and then we just assume like it's the worst thing if that's how we interpret it. Then ask when they're telling the story. Well, how does that make you feel? And that will keep you away from assuming and projecting your own emotions onto them. We are a society so uncomfortable with emotion that we want to fix others instead of allowing them to feel what their cells want them to feel. So asking them how does that make them feel actually helps them see because perhaps they're confused in how they feel. Another thing to recognize, once you heal your past hurts, you heal your adult life. Ultimately, this is to empower you to set boundaries. Become aware if you're dating a narcissist or you may be the controlling narcissist. If you were listening to this, know that you are lovable, you can love and accept yourself and it's okay to ask for help. It's a strength, not a weakness. In summary, voice yourself and set clear boundaries with narcissists The other option is to get them out of your life completely. If you're dealing with a severe narcissist, sadly, they aren't going to change. And so this is something to become very aware of. Once they're not in your life, your nervous system will shift out of survival mode. You won't be walking on eggshells anymore. Your nervous system will begin to relax and you will begin to feel safe and secure again.